This is the Buyer Narrative brought to you by the Kingman Consulting Group, the number one podcast for managers and executives who want to explore the strategic and psychological frameworks that enable you to understand your customers and deliver experiences that foster brand loyalty and spark growth. Let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Buyer Narrative. I'm your host, Brian Kabisa. Today I want to talk about really an interesting thought process I've been going down. I had a great conversation uh, with a gentleman who reached out to me to talk a little bit about CX. And uh, I, I just want to share it with you guys because it got me really thinking, you know, is it time to redefine customer experience? I talk a lot about customer experience and, and I don't always use it in the context that, that some others do. And I think there's some overall concepts, there's some tactics, there's some methodologies that are useful, but not that useful, depending on what your specific business is. And so I really want to get down to what my actual ideology is with all of this. What do I think is the most useful to you to actually use, employ, and build a strategy around? So I think to a certain extent, there's always going to be a need to build more behavioral science into the way that we do business, right? There's, there's a way to actually reach out to customers, to engage them with your brand rationally, right? B2B, that happens a lot, right? Where you're a specific value driver you can provide and you show them, I can get you this result, your product or your service displays that result. And then using rationality, you continue to build the relationship, continue to build a lifetime value of the customer. And it works very smoothly, right? Even within that, there's some relationship dynamics, right? There's some account management, maybe some good days, maybe some bad days, you know, maybe low utilization. And there's some, there's some elements of massaging and making sure that you're driving success for your client in that space. We just see it a little bit differently. You just see, we, we give ourselves the ability, we give ourselves the, the wiggle room to actually consider that maybe it's not 100% rationality that's driving consumer decisions, right? We use a little bit more brand, we use a little bit more marketing, we use a little bit more humor, emotion. We try to paint a picture of what could be, what should be, and we try to use that to drive emotion because we've let ourselves understand that emotion is behind decision-making in business and in life. So I think that, that those two concepts can be brought together to have one view in the world of business. I think that there is actually both rationality and irrationality that drives how we make decisions. We all make decisions using both, right? We try to force ourselves to be rational. We can't always do so. So what is that? tied back to customer experience. We talk about customer experience as the conscious and unconscious perception that customers have of your brand. So their perception is the subconscious and the conscious. And their perception, it may not just be the features and benefits of whatever you offer. It may not just be that your price is better than a competitor. It may not just be that you did really good work for them last year. It may be that there's something about an interaction with you, something about a job they tried to do within your product or service didn't work out well. It may be that they feel neglected. Maybe that whatever it is that they value the most isn't working as they expected and is putting a negative seed in their minds about your brand or the opposite, right? It gets into the gray area 
of what is it that actually drives what they perceive and what about what they perceive is what's going to drive their decision making. So when you think about it that broadly, it can become a little bit daunting. It can be a little bit unrealistic even. You start to think, well, how, how could we really on an individual incremental customer basis actually figure out what everybody's thinking and feeling, right? It becomes almost like, why would we even think about this? Why would we even worry about this? We have a business to run. Why would we concern ourselves with this? Well, I think the, the way to think about it and to actually drill down on it or to actually think about, wait a minute, even though we might have a, a, a slew of offerings, we might have a, a different segment of customers, are there really that many things that customers attempt to deal with us? Is there that many objectives that our customers have across our product lines? Is there really that many jobs to be done for a customer? When you think about customer experience in terms of jobs to be done, and what does it look like when customers are trying to complete those jobs, it becomes a lot more tight. It becomes a lot more specific. And when you think about it from that perspective, it's just as if you would a product, right? If you have a product and there's certain features about the product that are working or not working, you know that fixing them, improving them, deploying feedback to, to make them better and compete better versus a comparable product is gonna make your product more valuable, right? As your product becomes more valuable, your current customers, they, they wanna use it more new customers are more attracted to it. It's the same thing with experiences. When you consider that not only the product, then also a service interaction, then also your website, then also the content that you send, anything that is an interaction with the customer, anything that is a part of their relationship with you, those things can be quantified the same way. And it's interesting because we often, when we talk about raw customer experience, it starts to get a little bit into the, what's the ROI, right? If I do this, if I even think about this, if, you, if I even do one study in our customer voice of the customer program this year, what will I get within the, the first 60 days? When we try to get that tight, it's because we're not really thinking about this in terms of strategy. We're thinking about it in terms of tactics. Think about it at the strategy level, okay? If you are increasing the value of your brand, that's gonna drive better outcomes for you in the long term, okay? In the short term, what can you look to do? If you actually improve your brand by incrementally improving the interactions your customers have with you, that's driving the impact. And you can, you can model that out. You can show that that's going to drive costs down. It's going to increase revenue. It's going to drive cost sell opportunities. All of that stuff is reality. But what I want to get to is, should we really be talking about it as customer experience? I, I'll, I'll continue using that term. I, I think that it's easily identifiable. People can attach the notion of customer experience to okay, you know, what, what are the customers going through with our brand? What does the journey look like with our brand? That's other terms like voice of the customer. What do the customer think? But it's not always what they think. It's more important to actually go to what do they actually need to try to do? What does their action look like? It's then comparing their action to what does the process look like from the high level end, right? What does the process look like? What have you designed? What does your experience design look like for those actions that customers want to take? 
okay? Then you can get feedback from them about how does it meet their needs, right? Maybe you could use surveys that are quicker, right? They're more quantifiable because when you give yourself ratings for certain things like customer effort, you can then track that easily and say, oh, you know, our score was 3.5 out of 5. Great. We know that there's a little bit of improvement there. But it's also just as great and, and sometimes even more so to get direct feedback from customers, actually interview them, actually talk to them about what they're trying to accomplish. Same thing is to look at it from the other end. We talk to employees about specific jobs that customers are trying to do. What are they learning about how customers actually think about them in those instances? And it becomes really less about having some overall view of the customer, some overall insight all of the time. And, and you can actually specify and point at specific things and work with specific teams. And it's not necessarily one team is in charge of this. It doesn't have to be, right? You can have a team that's in the middle facilitating and making sure other folks are able to, to work within this framework, but your engineering team, your marketing team, your sales team, your customer service team, all of these teams can think about what are the jobs that customers are trying to do when they interact with our department specifically and actually look for ways to optimize those, those interactions. Okay? I think that is the value. Whether or not you have engagement programs, whether or not you have you know, broad surveys, whether you're looking at NPS, those kinds of things are great and they, they might be relevant to what you're trying to accomplish or not. But what is relevant to every brand is whether or not consumers are able to do what they need to try to do with your brand in the first place. And that doesn't just stop once you've won them as customers, it doesn't stop once you've even delivered the service or product in some cases. The other nuances around the ends, those things can have a big impact, especially when you're in a position where what you sell, it's not a one-time basis, right? Especially when you're in a position where the lifetime value is actually something that that is actually valuable to the way you run your business, where you're not, it's not a one-time transaction. The more recurring you can get, you know, the better you, you'll do in the, out, in the long term. That's where this becomes important. So I think the biggest takeaway I have with this is you know, whether we use the term customer service or not, customer experience or not, really just zone in on what are the things that customers are trying to do. That's where the, the impact is. When you understand what they're trying to do and look at it from that perspective, then all of the other things become relevant and come into play, not in the reverse. And that's what makes customer experience relevant. That's what makes it powerful. And that's why it's important to look at how you can utilize it for your own ends. All right, that's our episode for today. If you have any questions, you can always feel free to email me at brian at kingmanconsulting.com. See you next time. Thank you.